0: The leader of the political party, Zeluva Bongani Boloi, took water samples from water tankers placed in townships in Shwane. This follows several complaints by residents who questioned the quality of the water. And residents of Shwane, as with residents in Johannesburg and in Kuroleni, are heavily dependent on water tankers due to problems with severe water shortages and even water shedding. And Bongani Boloi, the leader of the political party, joins us this afternoon. Bongani, good afternoon. Welcome to Radio Islam International.
1: Good afternoon and thank you for having me on, Anissa.
0: Always a pleasure. So, tell us, um, what were the main complaints that you received from residents who were forced to use water tankers in Shwane?
1: Look, it was around the issue of the quality of the water. We hmm. must remember that Swanee spends uh, per hmm. annum close to about 180 million rand on rudimentary services, which is basically the delivery of water. To informal settlements via uh, via uh, the uh, water tankers. So so we were today uh, taking um, samples of water which is delivered by these water tankers in informal settlements where residents have been complaining about at uh, times the smell into the water. And remember, not too long ago there was a tragedy in Hamangstra where there was an outbreak of a disease mm. through this water. So we're responding to that because when we are campaigning on the ground, we we keep hearing these um concerns we thought it's important for us to take the water samples and take them to independent uh, laboratories who will check and confirm if the water is of a drinking quality and standard so that's what we're responding to today and what even shocked us today when we're on the ground residents showed us where these water tankers take water from the city infrastructure and then they resell it back to the city without paying the city for water. So so there's quite a lot of things that are coming to the surface which speaks to potential corruption in the city of Sani. And you can just imagine when people get these three-year contracts and they're getting close to 180 million rands just to I'm deliver some water okay. on a temporary basis.
0: Sorry, Bongani, we kind of lost you there for a moment. Um, do you just want to repeat the last part of what you said?
1: No problem. We're saying that it's a big concern and all of us Mm -hmm. should be concerned when you consider the fact that this is obscene amount of money which the city is paying for a temporary solution and not investing on permanent solution. Because, I mean, if people are drawing from the city's infrastructure and then reselling to the city, I mean, you can just imagine how much, how many millions are going into corruption.
0: Absolutely and people can't really afford that because then it means that they are paying for water and then having to pay again for the same water. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that's really ridiculous. So what is the plan once you have the results of the samples taken or have you received them as yet?
1: Not yet. Uh, we'll be sending them into the lab tomorrow morning. The plan after this is to obviously see what the results are uh, and then engage our lawyers to, t- to understand what the implications are in the event or whatever the suitable drinking uh, condition and then how we engage the municipality and th- secondly, how we engage your human rights commission and various other state entities which uh, have and- should have an interest at least in a matter such as this.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's also a planned visit to Ikoraleni tomorrow to verify the number of chemical toilets provided in the communities. Um, why do we still have chemical toilets in, in this part of, of South Africa?
1: Even worse, not why do we have these chemical toilets, why do we spend billions over mm. the past uh, three four years in chemical toilets, which is a temporary solution, again, not a permanent solution. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm starting to uh, get the sense that when government looks at problems, while well, individual government, when they look at problems, they think how do you make money out of these problems and create temporary solutions as opposed to long term sustainable solutions. So we're going to be verifying and head counting all individual units of toilet, uh, of these chemical toilets in informal settlements because we're starting to believe that there's also something untoward here where the number, according to reports and council and the number on the ground actually may not even correlate to each other.
0: Mm. Now, this weekend is the last voter registration weekend before the May elections. How important is it for South Africans to use this opportunity to register for the 2024 elections? And is voting not just a right, but an obligation? And I think people on the ground, people who are going through this should understand that because, um, you know, it's important that they get to understand that these kinds of things are going to constantly happen if you put the wrong people into power.
1: Absolutely, I think our view as Shiluba is that voting should be mandatory. Everyone must 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 vote, not if and when. Or it should be an it should be something that mandate mandatory for all of us to be able to fulfill as a core responsibility as a responsible citizen of the country. Because selecting whoever leads the country must become mandatory for all of us to be able to preach on the day. Secondly, if you don't vote. There's a high high likelihood of uh, of a possibility that you'll have a deputy president who believes that what's happening in Israel is not genocide, and people who fundamentally do not even recognize the struggle that other people are going through, because for them, apartheid is a segment of imagination, or for many people, it's a past-lived reality, and for some, uh, for many in in the Gaza Strip, it's a lived reality. So, so, these things will happen and we'll find ourselves in uh, trouble because now, because we did not go and elect, we have now a default government which does not believe what we believe and does not share the type of world outlook that we uh, share. So, we believe this last election uh, registration weekend is fundamentally important for people to go and register as uh, IC has giving them this last registration period. So, we'll be on the on doing our door to doors as well, in between all of these activities we are doing. Our campaign strategy has always been we recruit people from inside their houses because now IEC has enabled us to be able to re- um, register online. So we'll be going through with the registration online, door-to-door and informal settlements. So we're targeting a lot of informal settlements in this registration weekend to ensure that we register each and any, each and any of the uh, uh, reg- voters who are eligible to vote.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time and for bringing this to the fore. I'm sure the um, citizens in that part of uh, South Africa have welcomed this and are very grateful for what will be found out and what you are doing for them. Thank you for making time for us.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. Bye-bye and that was Bongani baloi he is the leader of the Ziluva Party here in South Africa, political party looking at what's happening in um, Shwane where they've um, are testing the water due to the fact that um, you know they've received many complaints from residents as you've heard um, several different complaints and he's taken it upon himself to test the water there to see what exactly is happening and um, also come to the fore some of the issues that he's mentioned as well and um, this is a situation I think that we seeing across South Africa right now, and it's something that we need to put a stop to.